Welcome back, everyone, or hello if you're new. Welcome to Perfect Time Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Chanamonet, and today I have with me Eden Wilson. She is the CEO of Lemon Nerdy, which is her own kind of program that she created on YouTube. Uh, she's also a brand ambassador, an entrepreneur, a speaker, a rhythmic gymnast, and Miss Chicago's Outstanding Team 20 of 2020. She's the owner of LemonNerdy.com, a website where she showcases her clothing and accessory line, as well as videos from her four seasons on her, on her YouTube channel. Her goal is to inspire everyone to share their stories and pursue their dreams by sharing her various hobbies and talents, from reading, coding, and trying interesting foods to make crafts, cooking, and hanging out with her friends. I love Eden. She's just like one of the most innovative girls I've ever met. Um, and it's also really funny because we were able to uh, actually meet each other virtually, kind of, kind of, because we didn't really see each other's faces that much. Um, from this uh, Black Girls Rock Summit that we did over the summer. So maybe we can talk about that. But anyways, welcome to the show, Eden. Thank you so much. So Hi, everyone. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and talk about the Black Girls uh, Rock stuff. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed, um, I think it's either your aunt or your aunt's friend or something like that. Dr. Renee, um, she said that she knew that you had uh, lemon nerdy and things like that. And when you she mentioned me to you, like you said that you recognized me from the Black Girls Rock thing. So, which I thought was so interesting. I'm like, what a small world it is. But you know, like, what did you think of the Black Girls Rock thing as a whole that we had over the summer? It was like in August or something like that. But uh, what did you think of it? I thought that it was really fun. And it was also really great to be like in the same space as all of these famous Black women celebrities, even though we weren't, actually in person and we were just seeing them over like zoom or in panels it was I just felt the talented energy and I felt very privileged to be there so it was really fun and also even though we were only like interacting in the chat it was also fun to meet all these other talented girls who are entrepreneurs and stuff like you yeah because it was like across the country which I thought was really different and interesting because you know in our day and age like you know because of COVID and everything like that it wasn't able to be person which I know would have been so much fun but again like the things that went on like every morning we had like a little um conversation it was like a meditation thing where we all got a moment to breathe before we went on with the day and we just had an experience to an opportunity to learn about like different initiatives and different programs that are doing things for like you know young black girls and so I thought it was a really beautiful experience I rated a 10 out of 10 definitely will try to actually Actually, I can't apply this summer because I just turned 17. I think that's the age limit, but it was just so much fun. So when that comes back around next year, guys, please do sign up for that. It was so much fun to like meet all the girls and everything like that. So, but anyways, let's go a bit into like your YouTube channel and things like that. How did you start it? Like, did you see someone else do it and was like, oh, I want to do that? Or did you just like wanted to give it a try? Like, how did you get into like the YouTube realm? So I started doing videos for my mom, who's a blogger, when I was eight, and I really enjoyed doing that, and I was good at it. So I wanted to start my own channel, and I asked my mom if I could do it, but of course she said no at first because I was like eight. And eventually, when I was 11, I asked again, and she was like, okay, we'll get you your own channel. So I got my channel, and the first video that I did was talking about my goals for 2018 and going over the vision board that I had made. It was definitely a very 11-year-old vision board. It had, like, flowered tape and, like, glitter and stuff on it. It was really cute, and I was talking about all the things that I wanted to do and the stuff that I got done. 
Wow. And so like, talk to us about like what you do on there. Like how you said, uh, the first thing you did was, you know, talk to me about like your 2018 goals. And so I love kind of like videos like that where people talk about like either their New Year's resolutions or like what they have going on for the month. I personally love to like watch vlogs and like, uh, like week in my lives and things like that. I think those are so interesting because it gives us a glimpse into like other people's lives just for a minute. But you know, like what else do you talk about on there? Like you said, you mentioned coding and you mentioned like book reports and things like that. What else do you like to include on your YouTube channel? Well, I do a lot of those day in life things that you were talking about, especially now. Like recently, I did a homecoming vlog of me getting ready for homecoming and going to like the pep rally and the game and everything. And I also, like you said, I do coding tutorials. I will pretty much just vlog about whatever I'm feeling that day. So sometimes I will be like trying different foods and telling people what I think. Sometimes I'll be coding. Sometimes I'll just be going somewhere and vlogging that. Or I will be like reviewing a hair product or something like that. Just whatever I'm interested in is what I like to make videos about. I like that because, you know, you're not really like restricted. And especially when it comes to something like YouTube, you could honestly post anything that you want. And, you know, like the way that you can post like what you enjoy, I think it's really special because there's a lot of people that feel that they can't post what they want or like they follow if they're under working under someone else, like they can't follow like what they want to do because of like their rules and things like that. So I'm glad that you're like kind of enjoying it and like finding things in it that, you know, you can post about yourself and share with the world because not everyone gets the opportunity to do that. So also, do you edit like your own videos? Sometimes I do edit them, but being as busy as I am, a lot of the time it's my mom that does it, but I know how to do it. So she taught me how to do it so that I could do it myself, but I don't have to if I don't want to. Yeah. So what do you want to share with this? Like what kind of program you use? Because I know like a lot of people that would love to get into this whole like YouTube world and things like that, but they don't know like, you know, what software to use if they want to use something different because, you know, you can honestly, like it can be as simple as doing like a vlog on your phone and editing editing with it, like apps that we have in the app store like that. But do you use any other software or something that, you know, you help put your videos together? Because if you guys have seen them, I went to her website and I watched her channel introduction it is so put together and like it captivated me from the beginning so once you guys like at the end when I share like how she how you guys can follow her and things like that please go to her website and check it out it is so fun to watch but how like what kind of software do you use and things like that well first of all thank you so much my channel trailer is actually like one of my favorite videos that I've ever made and every time I go to my channel, even though I've seen it like a thousand times, I'll sit there and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I, if you're just getting started and you're wondering if you need a super special program, you don't. You can just use your phone or your tablet, like you were saying, and edit in something like mm-hmm. iMovie. But what I use is I have an Adobe Creative Cloud subscription, so I can use a lot of different Adobe products like Adobe Premiere Pro, which is what I mainly use to edit my videos. And I can also use Audition, which I edit the sound in to make sure that it's the right level for YouTube. And then I also use Photoshop to make my thumbnails to put like different like doodles that go with my branding or making the thumbnails so that like I'm on a certain background or just editing pictures in general. Mm -hmm. Well, that 
like helps me because I'm actually taking a digital photo editing class right now and we're learning how to use Photoshop. It's so cool. I was like, I did not know like, this is how like people actually get things out there, which is why I know that editors get paid so much now because it is such a tedious and time consuming process. But I'm so like proud of you for being able to like put your own brand out there and like make creative and fun and how you want to. I think that is so cool. Thank you. Yeah, Photoshop so, is really difficult, but it it's definitely worth it. It is like we learned how to like morph things the other day. And it's like, do you know like what a character caricature is? It's like when you go mm-hmm. somewhere and it's like uh, an artist can like draw you, but like make it like funnier and things like that. Mm-hmm. We had to do that, but like on Photoshop. So like we had to make our eyes all big, like change our like our face shape and things like that. It was actually really interesting, but you know, like being able to edit things out of your pictures that was really interesting to learn and that took a long time to do as well and like I think I had to like take wrinkles off of someone sometime it was actually kind of cool but yeah photoshop is really neat (laughs) that sounds so much fun maybe I should take a take digital media class definitely take it so I want to know like how did you get into entrepreneurship and things like that you know you're 15 and you know you're doing all this right now and uh, I just want to know, like, how did you get grasped with entrepreneurship? Was it your main goal or did you just start with YouTube and just fell into it? Like, how did that happen? It kind of started with YouTube and then I just fell into it so that I could start making some money before I got monetized. Mm-hmm. But I have always been an entrepreneurial person. And I think it comes from my parents because my parents are the kind of people where it's like, if it hasn't already been done like they're going to do it for themselves. Like they started a business before and something that I used to do when I was little was I would make all sorts of random businesses out of my room. And I never really realized that they wouldn't be that successful because I only had like four clients that lived in the house. But Mm -hmm. me and my brother started making like competing businesses and we would put like make posters for our businesses and put them up in the hallway and like Mm -hmm. make ads and stuff. And like, I would be making bracelets or crocheting or something. So I've just been the kind of person that likes to do things and make things and sell things for a while. So when I started my YouTube channel, I wanted to find a way to monetize my brand, even though my YouTube channel wasn't monetized yet. So I started making different t-shirts and products with my logo on them or with different sayings so that I could make my YouTube channel into more of a business than just a content creating thing. Oh, okay. Because some people like to go the other route. Like they like to do it just for content and yeah they can get you know some gratuity from that and things like that sometimes but you know like you want to just not maybe strictly just about business because you like to post about your life and things like that too um but I like how you're using that as a resource to get your business out there and to like show people what you got going on and like from a young age like you know making your own kind of stores and like making bracelets and stuff I actually now that I think of it do you know, like, the little, like, loom bands things and, like, the little, what do you call those? I forget. It's, it's band looms? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would have to make the little bracelets in third grade. Me and my friends were obsessed with that. And we tried oh my to gosh. just our little bracelets for, like, $5 a piece. Like, we were trying to become millionaires and we drew, like, a picture of this mansion we wanted to buy when <laughs> we were older. No idea where that picture is now, but I just think that it, weirdly enough, like in our minds, being that young, we had no idea that we were becoming like salespeople and like 
things like that from such a young age just because we thought it was fun but you know that's how some people try to like make careers out of it because they notice that from a young age that they really like to create their own things and then sell it for a profit and things like that or for a good cause and things like that so I think that is really interesting and so like I think that also plays into like your professionalism because I've been here. I'm like, okay, I got to sit up straight around this girl because you just like carry like an aura that is so like professional and like sophisticated, which I really love. So, you know, I want to know like who inspires you to like be that way or does it all just come from yourself? I think it definitely comes from my mom. My mom is the one that taught me how to speak on camera, how to just speak professionally and be professional, which is why sometimes people will say that it's really creepy that I sound exactly like my mom. And sometimes she'll <laughs> like be listening to my videos and be like, wait, is that me talking? So like her teaching me, we kind of morphed into the same person on camera and on like audio. So I think I get a lot of my professionalism from her because she is very professional and she always carries herself with a lot of poise. So she's a great person to be just like. Yeah, that seems to be like a running motif on my podcast. Like everyone always has like their mom to like use use as an example for like who they are today, which I think is amazing. My mom is a really good example of who I am today. Like she's probably one of the most selfless people that I know. And um, it just inspires me to be my own kind of selfless person in her image. So, um, you know, cause like, you know, we're her kids and we have to represent them in a positive way. So I try to do that the best that I can. Um, but I'm glad that like that professionalism came from her and like the way you like present yourself in a room and things like that. And, you know, I think the person who like brings up my professionalism and things like that would definitely be my grandmother. I like to call her my grandmother. Um, hi grandma, Jerry, if you're listening, but, um, like she's the one that tells me she's like all right so you sit up straight and you know like talk slower and you know make sure people can understand what you're saying like no likes no ums they do follow it every now and then but you know she's the main (laughs) one that like pushes me to do stuff like that because she also posts pageants and things like that and we can get into that in the second half of this podcast like your pageantry and things like that so she knows a lot about that stuff um anyways thank you so much Eden for joining me thus far and we will be right back after this break Hi, this is Allison G. Daniels, three-time best-selling author who has written over 31 books. I am a book writing coach and publisher. I am excited today to offer you my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program. Whether you are preparing to write a book, are in mid-process, or have completed your first draft of a full-length book, this workshop is for you. What you would get, you will learn how to draft your outline, brainstorm and organize your ideas, identify your target audience, develop your content, avoid common writing mistakes, and time management. To get started, visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Take advantage of this opportunity before the class is full. This is Allison G. Daniels, and I look forward to working with you.
Hey, this is Sydney Chalonet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Eden and her lemon nerdy and her business and things like that. So let's get straight on into it. So I heard that you train in rhythmic gymnastics, which is so cool to me. So when did you start training and like, why do you enjoy it so much? Because I don't know why, but like when I was younger, I used to watch videos of them like all the time. I'm like, how can she put her leg behind her neck like that? Like, I just thought it was like a really pretty sport and like something that only like a few people can do. So, you know, what got you into rhythmic gymnastics? So I started doing rhythmic gymnastics when I was about 10 and I was a really, really flexible kid. Like I was super bendy and I used to do ballet from when I was like three years old up until I quit when I was 10 years old. And I really, really loved it, except since I was so flexible and I didn't have any core strength, I was very floppy, I guess. And I was always just like standing with my back arched and Mm -hmm. I just wasn't as strong as all of the other girls, especially since they were a lot older than me. So when I was a year before I turned on point, they were going to keep me back a level. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do rhythmic gymnastics. And it seemed like it suited my talents better because rhythmic gymnastics is all about flexibility. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. So I went and I signed up and it was really, really fun. The coaches, they were like, yes, you should do this because you're super flexible. So I got into it. And I think the reason why I like it so much is that since you have all these different apparatuses, there's clubs, hoop, ball, ribbon, rope, there's a lot to learn. And since I'm a huge nerd, I always love learning things. So since it's such a challenge and there's always something new that you can be learning, it keeps things interesting. And it's it's just something that you can do to express yourself, especially since I'm that dancer type of person that I love to just express myself through dancing. Like the other night, I it was like midnight and I was awake because I had drank caffeinated tea right before bed and (laughs) I just turned on some Christmas music and was dancing in my room and my mom was like Eden go to bed but (laughs) I'm that type of person that will just keep dancing for no reason so being able to do rhythmic I'm able to express myself and get that energy out and also Mm -hmm. do something challenging where I can learn a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way with like ballet and things like that um, because I do still study it and I love the athleticism of it because like I like to say if I didn't do ballet I'd become a bodybuilder I don't know I just <laughs> like to work out but I just like I love the way that I'm able to be strong and graceful at the same time and I'm like what a, what other sport or profession or you know aesthetic art is like that and so that's, that's why like, I like ballet so much because it's like I get to express myself and, you know, challenge myself and do things that I've never done before. And, you know, it's just like a learning and growing process and, you know, seeing the progress and things like that. It's really amazing. So, but I'm really glad that you're able to express yourself in that way. And, you know, more than gymnastics, I don't think I would be ever be able to do it. Um, But it's such a beautiful like sport. And I just think everyone who does it props to them because I can only imagine how difficult it can be. (laughs) 
and gymnasts are really strong anyways like everyone's yeah. just extremely built and I'm like wow so where does the name lemon nerdy come from like I'm just kind of curious because it's a really cute name and not something that you see like out and about you know like when you're looking for things like that and you know so where does the name like lemon nerdy come from I am going to be honest. I get this question a lot and it was completely random. So I had just finished begging my mom to have a YouTube channel. She was like, okay, fine. What are we going to call it? And uh, she, we couldn't come up with anything. She was like, okay, what is something that you like? And I was like, uh, lemons. <laughs> and then she was like, um, I don't know, lemon nerdy. Like, dude, it was just completely random. We came up with it and then there was a logo and it just, went on from there and I stuck with it. <laughs> I think that is really cute and it's really youthful and things like that too which I think also draws people to your channel because it's like lemon it's kind of quirky and then it's nerdy so it's like okay maybe science or something like that but you incorporate that and other aspects of your life into your channel as well so I think the name is really fitting for that so that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. So what was your goal when you began Lemon Nerdy? Like and has it changed through time? And so do you have like different goals now for it? And where do you see it going? So when I first started my channel, I just wanted to do things that I liked and do kind of a variety show kind of a thing where I talk about the things that I like and do different stuff on my channel. Basically, just expressing myself. But now I'm working towards being more of a role model. I want my channel to be a place where you can find high quality and even sometimes educational content where parents find it as a safe space that they can just let their kids watch the videos and not be worried about the content that they're seeing and they're looking at a positive role model. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing how like you want to base it on that and like make it a safe space for, you know, like thing for people to and young kids to rely on as well, because, you know, the internet is a wild place. As great as it can be, there's a lot of bad stuff on there. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that your channel is a good outlet for them and a good choice for parents that want their kids to watch and things like that. Um, I think that the way you present yourself and the way that you want to teach people and it's not just for content purposes, I think is amazing because, you know, there's nothing better when like something can be entertaining and education educational at the same time because, you know, if you're learning history, but you're bored out of your mind, which is why, do you know what Crash Course is? Yes, I That's love their Crash videos. Crash Course is so successful because their videos are entertaining yet educational. So by the time that 15 minute video is done, you'll be able to, you know, teach other people what happened during that time period, whether it was like history or biology or things like that, because it is informative yet entertaining, which I think is something that people may get, may get out of your channel as well. And so, you know, what would you say is your favorite thing about your channel like why what gets you motivated to, motivated to do it I think my favorite thing about my channel is the feedback that I get from the kids so like I was saying I want my channel to be a safe space and sometimes they'll comment on my profile and they'll say oh I'm so happy that you are a kid-friendly youtuber because I can only watch things on youtube kids and since you're kid-friendly enough to be on youtube kids I wouldn't have had anything more fun to code if you weren't on there or I really love your videos or my parent you're like the one channel that my parents will let me watch and I'm really happy that I can be that safe space for them and give them something fun to do because having a positive role model that's teaching you something like especially careers in STEM like 
coding specifically, if I never had a black girl that I knew that was coding, but I did have my dad. So for people who don't have someone like that, that is being a positive role model for them, that can be really, really helpful to get them into STEM careers. Mm -hmm. That is so weird. I was just talking about this with my friend and how like what his favorite part of his business was. And I think all three of us share the same idea. Like it's the feedback. And, you know, I, I'm kind of like you when it comes to like my podcast and things like that. While I want it to be entertaining, I want it to be, you know, somewhat beneficial for my listeners as well. So you, you are able to expose your business while my listeners are getting exposed to something that they didn't know existed before. And so it's kind of like that. And like the feedback I get from that is always amazing. And like when I'm able to either speak inspirationally, whenever those blurbs come up, you know, and people say, Sydney, like I relate to that so much. And it's like, really like it's the best feeling in the world honestly and so I'm glad that you want to present yourself in that way and that you want to be a role model for others so they can see themselves in like you know STEM careers and things like that because you know being a black girl I was like I don't see any like many black teenage black girls with a podcast I don't see many teenage black girls you know being ballet dancers I do now thank god but you know yes (laughs) time goes on but Again, I want to be that role model for them as well. And I'm like, I want to show them that they can be this too. I want to show young girls that they can see themselves in this light as well. So I think we share that same idea. So where do you think you see yourself in the future? Wait, do you think you'll keep Lemon Nerdy going? Do you think you'll go some other route? Obviously you like coding and things like that. So maybe the technology route as well. So where do you see yourself in the future? Well, first and foremost, I would want to be a philanthropist. One of the quotes that I want to live by is that service is the rent we pay for being. Everything that I want to do in my professional career should be giving back in some way. So the main thing that I want to do is be a special education teacher and help make use technology to make apps and learning programs for people with learning differences and disabilities to help meet their individual needs. And I also want to be a rhythmic gymnastics coach to help get more minority girls into the sport and a coach for the Special Olympics rhythmic gymnastics team. So why did you want to help those with like special needs and things like that? I have an older brother who has cerebral palsy, so I know how sometimes it can be difficult for them to do things that they want to do because they're held back by people that either take advantage of them or people who just don't want to be helpful towards them and get them to where they personally want to be. So, you know, I'm curious as to why you wanted to go that route. I've always been a very patient person and I started doing tutoring a while ago and I tutored a kid with a learning disability and I was teaching him to read. He was in like fourth grade, but he wasn't able to read yet. So I've been teaching him how to sound out words and things like that. And one of the ways that I taught him was by coding games that would help him using his learning style to memorize the sound of letters or how sight words are pronounced and figuring out how he learns and how I can apply that in technology was really interesting for me. So I decided that I wanted to go that route just because it was I'm, I'm a nerd and I love figuring out puzzles. And I think the most interesting puzzle to try to figure out is how someone's brain works. I'm also the kind of person that whenever I learn something, I immediately want to teach someone else how to do it. I'm the teaching kind of person. So when I put that together, I thought special education teacher, 
So when I go to college, I think I'm going to major in special education and minor in computer science. That is awesome. I'm so glad that you're able to like see yourself in a way as an educator and things like that, because not everyone can be an educator. You know, you have to, like you said, have to be patient and you have to be understanding. You have to be able to help people through the different processes because everyone learns in a different way. And, you know, I'm just really grateful that there's people like you out there who want to and want to study how to help these people and how to lift them up and, you know, bring them up into this world and things like that. I think that is so sweet. And so your philanthropy is starting right now. I can already tell them you can excel in everything that you do. And I'm so excited to see you get there and things like that. So go Eden. (laughs) Thank you so much. I can tell that you're definitely going places too. Your energy is just amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, But before I ask my listeners how they can follow you and things like that, uh, I like to do rapid fire questions. My listeners already know. They're not actually rapid fire. I just like to call them that, but um, (laughs) let's get straight into it. So Let's go with an easy one. What is your favorite color? Ooh, pastel pink. Cute. <laughs> um, your favorite ice cream flavor? Salted caramel. That one is good. I can only like them, like, if I'm in a caramel mood, because sometimes caramel is too sweet for me, you know? Yeah. You like it from, like, a specific brand? No, but well, actually, maybe it is a specific brand. There is a ice cream place. I've only ever, I only ever eat it at this one ice cream place in New Jersey by the beach. And I think it's the best ice cream that I've ever had. But if I'm having like normal ice cream, it's probably like vanilla or cookies and cream. Hmm. Would you say that you are a morning person or a night person? Morning person. Hmm. What is something that you can't live without? Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I will think of one more. If you had any superpower, what would it be and why? Talk to animals because if we could talk to animals, we could learn so much. That's a good idea. You're the first one, I think, to say that on my podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for me, I say this every time. I always wanted to fly. Not sure why. Just getting off the ground somehow. <laughs> Hey, it's freedom. It is. But thank you so much, Eden, for joining me today. Why don't you share with my listeners how they can follow you? So you can follow me on Instagram at Lemonerdy for my YouTube channel and at Brains and Beats for my personal stuff, just my life in general. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Lemonerdy. And I am at Lemonerdy on all platforms except Facebook is The Lemonerdy Show. And you can visit my website at www.lemonerdy.com. Thank you so much, Eden or Lemonerdy, for joining me today. Um, <laughs> I'm so impressed by your business and everything that you do. And I'm so excited to see where you go from here. Um, and I hope my listeners, you guys have enjoyed this episode as well. And this is Perfect Timing. <laughs>